How do you have the hard conversations? How do you say what you mean and mean what you say? And how do you do it when you feel like you've just been sucker punched in the gut and left speechless? That's what we're diving into today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach, and you can find me over at choosetohaveitall.com, where I work with online business leaders, owners, and entrepreneurs. Today, we're diving in deep to a listener question. Amy called in and asked about how to have the hard conversations, and I'm going to let Amy ask the question for herself. So tune in, and then you'll see me on the other side answering that question, diving deep and getting to the heart of the matter. Stay tuned. Hey, Heather, it's Amy. Um, I am just kind of keep thinking about that happiness podcast. And what really resonated with me was the, uh, the happy person knows how to have the hard conversations. And I so do not know how to do that. That was never modeled in my home. We never had discussions as a family about anything. And now when I have kind of a complicated situation with someone who's a friend of mine I just never say anything and let whatever happened bother me until ultimately the friendship kinds of ends and it's never discussed so how do you have that that conversation especially in the moment when the thing happens I feel like I'm punched in the gut and can't say anything and then I have no idea how to bring it up again later so any help that you have I would be grateful. I love your show. Talk to you soon. Bye. Amy, thanks so much for calling in. It takes um, vulnerability and bravery to show up for yourself, to reach out and to ask for help. And I really, I really respect your question and I respect your intention behind it. I think it is really hard to have the hard conversations. And what you're really talking about here and the question you're really asking me is twofold. One is how in a moment of hurt and betrayal do I move past the vulnerability and insecurity I'm feeling to tell someone that they've hurt me and the reaction I'm having to what it is that's just happened? Or how do I say what I mean and mean what I say if I don't really have confidence in my messaging? I want to start with the vulnerability part first. I think it's really important for people to recognize at the get-go that these conversations, the important conversations, when we're talking about hurts, heartbreak, disappointments, discouragements, fears, and insecurities, they take some time. Amy, you asked me, what, how do I do this in the moment when my heart is breaking? And what I really encourage people to do is not do it in the moment when their heart is breaking. That's usually when we say something we regret. That's usually when we react out of pain and impulsivity and we don't say what we mean and we don't mean what we say. We say things that strike back, that are going to cut to the jugular and that we think will just end the conversation and thereby end the pain. And we know from experience that that isn't what happens, that a large fight distracts the issue. You never get back to the heart of the matter and some things simply cannot go unsaid. So what I like to do is encourage people in the moment when they're hurting, when they've just heard something that's kind of felt like a sucker punched, when the air has been taken out of their breath or they're simply feeling lost and confused is to say that 
to tell the person who's talking or the person who started this whole thing, hey, I'm having a reaction to what just happened. I don't really understand it. I don't know what I think or feel, but I'm having a reaction to what just happened and I need a moment. And that's when you can just take a breath, take a beat, leave the room, gather your thoughts. Or if it's a really big hurt and a really big deal, sometimes you may need to tell the person, I'm going to go away for a little bit. I need to think this through to my, for myself. But then once I've thought it through, I'm going to come back and check in with you on it. And I hope you'll have that conversation with me. I always tell the person who's taking space, who's moving and walking away from a conversation to communicate that you're doing that and to own the responsibility for coming back. That sort of interrupts somebody chasing you, getting to you to have the conversation, getting you to have the conversation before you're ready, cutting you off the past before you've thought things through. It's better to do it more thought out and more planned. And the best way to do that is to own the process for yourself to communicate to the person you're not late you're not including any judgments you're not including any bad negative feelings you're not saying anything that's really going to pick a fight you're simply saying hey i am reacting here and i need a moment and then when you're in that time and space and you've moved away then what i would do is i would tune into asking yourself what is your reaction what are you thinking and feeling to what's just happened what's the story you're telling yourself you don't want to react as if the reactions and the stories are true they could just be your perception but you want to know it be really crystal clear on what your reaction is where the hurt is and what you think might be going on as best as you can come up with an understanding of what you're reacting to what do you think you heard what do you think was implied what do you think the injury was? Again, leave the possibility open that the other person, even if you're hurt, may not have intended to hurt you. It may have been an unfortunate side effect of poor communication or impulsivity on their part. Get clear on that. And then next, before you have the conversation, and people miss this step all the time, before you go back to the person, in addition to knowing the story you've created, the feelings you're having, and the reaction you're having, get crystal clear with yourself on what you would need for a repair. Sometimes you just need the person to know. Sometimes you just need an explanation or the other side of the story or their point of view to understand the, you know, the order of events and how things happened. Sometimes you're going to expect an apology. And in those rare circumstances where the hurt doesn't feel like something it can be overcome, you're going to want an ending that can end in grace. But if you don't go into the conversation knowing what you need on the other side of it, you're never going to know where resolution ends. It's really important for you to also recognize that when you're identifying your needs, when you're identifying what you would need for resolution, the other person may not be able to provide it. And you'll have to come with some form of peace with that. 
It'll either be that you move on. It'll either be that like there's some sort of compromise and the person can't do the whole thing but can do a little bit. You may simply need an apology that comes with owning responsibility. But even that, as soon as you identify a need that comes from the other person, that's where you end and your control ends and the other person begins. So the first thing, again, we're not even having the conversation yet, is checking in with yourself to see if this friendship, if this relationship, if this interaction is worth the vulnerability of having the hard conversation. You want to get yourself in the driver's seat of this conversation so that you're not the victim to it and you're not just stuck reacting to it, that you've walked yourself through it. You know the vulnerability, embarrassment, and awkwardness that's going to follow, but you're choosing it. And you're going to choose that for yourself, Amy, because of what you said in your original question. The friendship usually ends without a word. Like we never go back to it. And you're living in the natural consequence of that choice. You're living with the loss of friendships that may have been saved, relationships where things could have been clarified and peace could have restored. And you're identifying that that's one of the things that's keeping you from true happiness. So why do we put ourselves in the vulnerable spot of telling somebody how we felt, how we've been hurt, and how we've been let down. It's because you're sitting and living in the alternative, and that's not working for you either. And if you can own the conversation, own your intention behind it, and recognize that by speaking up, the other person may still not understand or validate where you're coming from. But what you're doing is choosing to speak your truth for yourself so that you can feel better and feel like you're an advocate for yourself and you're not just putting something under the rug. Whether or not the other person sees your side, agrees with your point of view, offers any, you know, gestures towards reconciliation, that's not up to you. The part you can control is choosing to be vulnerable and to say something. And before you start the conversation, that's the process you need to own and the choice you need to make. Now it's time to get ready. Once you're clear on where the hurt is, what you think you're going to need to make it better, it's time to initiate the hard conversation. The first thing you want to do is start with a request. Go back to the person that you had the interaction with and say, hey, I'm sorry I had to run off like that. I'm sorry I had to take a minute. I hope I didn't weird you out or cause you undue concern. I just, I had a, an immediate reaction to what just happened and I needed to think it through because you're important to me or this relationship is important to me and I wanted to make sure I got it right. I'm not so good at these hard conversations and this is important to me and I want to get it right. Do you have some time to talk about what happened? And you want to initiate the conversation. Now, it's important, Amy, first of all, that you get permission from the person to continue the conversation. They may be in the middle of their workday. They may be surrounded by two crying children. They may have a pile of stress in front of them at the time and be distracted and not be able to have the conversation. So you want to be able to make room for that and recognize that if you get a no to that request, that doesn't mean the person doesn't want to talk to you. You may only be getting a no to the right now option. 
option. And it's okay to schedule that coffee talk or that conversation. The other thing I want to make crystal clear for you is that this option exists for conversations that happened years ago. You can always go back and have a do-over. Even though relationships have ended or silence has filled the space for a long time, you still can walk yourself through the process of what I just did. Getting you clear on where the hurt is, the stories you created, what you're hoping for as a result, going back and finding the person, initiating that conversation, and seeing if it's okay to pick up where you left off simply by having the conversation, not with any expectation that the relationship is going to pick up where you left off. But is there a way to get resolution? Amy, I've done this so many times in my life. I have a friend, I have a couple of friends where distance has crept in because of misunderstandings or arguments or tension or differing points of view and years have gone by. And at some point, one or the other has picked up the phone or opened the email started the conversation, and we've moved on and passed it. It's always possible to have a do-over if you're willing to sit in the vulnerability of asking and risking hearing a no. And sometimes sitting in that vulnerability is easier than sitting in the heartache of unresolved issues and unrequited pain. So that's, I just wanted to be clear about that. And once you get that okay, once you get permission to proceed, the thing that you want to tell the person is exactly what you want them to think. The reason why these conversations are so hard sometimes is we get caught up in saying, oh, I don't want this person to think that I think they're an awful person. I don't want this person to think that I'm super sensitive or that I'm a victim or that I get my feelings hurt. I don't want this person to think A, B, or C. I always ask people I'm working with, what do you want your person to know? What do you want your person to think? And then start there. I call it transparent communication. You're going to communicate transparently what it is you want your friend or the person you're in a relationship with to think and know about where you're at and what your intentions are going forward. That way, you don't have to worry about being misunderstood. It goes a little something like this. Scripts are really helpful, right? So here's the script. You say, thank you for spending time with me. Thank you for having this conversation and bearing with me while I got my thoughts together. I got really nervous or I got really insecure. You insert the feeling that you had about the experience. You insert a little bit of what you're afraid of. So you might say something like, I got really nervous that you would be weirded out because I got my feelings hurt. Or I started to second guess myself. I assumed maybe I misunderstood and that I didn't want to bring up a conversation that was really no big deal. But you say what you felt and what that made you think. And then you say, but regardless, when you said X or when X happened, I thought or felt Y. My reaction was B. The story I told myself was C, and it's left me feeling D. 
you communicate the, to the person transparently each step of the thought process. This is what happened. This is what I thought. This is how it made me feel. This is the story I told myself about that. And this is where I found myself landing. And you want to just say your process, your thoughts, your feelings. They're perfectly inarguable. Nobody can tell you you didn't feel a certain way and nobody can tell you you didn't think a certain thing. All they can tell you is that you misinterpreted or misunderstood what had happened or maybe you didn't misinterpret it and you didn't misunderstand but there was a part to the story that you didn't know or a reason why that harsh thing needed to be said or needed to be done. Either way, you're going to get clarity on the missing pieces to the story because what ends up happening is when we've put a puzzle piece together and we've created it based on our thoughts and our feelings and we have a few pieces left of the puzzle, we end up feel, filling those pieces ourselves. And usually they're with the most negative um, unfortunate, you know, details. We never imagine the positive when there's a missing piece. We always imagine the negative. We imagine we weren't cared enough about. We imagine we weren't being considered. We imagine that we are being invisible or disregarded. We never imagine that we were being protected or that there was good intention behind the thing. We always fill the missing piece with the negative story. So we need to give the other person the opportunity to fill it. Now, Amy, it's time to put on your listening ears. Just listen to what the other person has to say. Listen to their point of view. Listen to their version of events. Try not to interrupt anything you don't understand, like legit don't understand, not just you're arguing the point and counterpoint. Ask the clarifying question, but get to the heart of the matter from where the other person stands and from their experience. And the two of you then may need to go back and forth a little bit, how your version of events differs from their version of events. And if you're fortunate, you're going to get an apology, or at least you're going to get a recognition of of your feelings, the story you told yourself, and your experience. Usually what happens is if we've been super vulnerable and we've started that hard conversation and the person apologizes, the first thing we say is, no, 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 no big deal. I'm glad we talked about it. It was just important that we had the conversation, but we can move on. That's a really confusing message when we've taken such deliberate action to clarify a misunderstanding. So it's important that you accept an apology or an acceptance of responsibility with grace and simplicity. A simple thank you for listening. Thank you for hearing me. Thank you for having the hard talk is a really good way to respond. You don't have to negate what you just said simply because the person had the grace to apologize. I always like to say to people, then get crystal clear on where you go from here. 
Now, the average misunderstanding, you're just going to be able to say, so we can move on, right? And you guys are going to go back to normal. But if the hurt has been significant or the time frame or the, the amount of time between the event and the conversation have been significant and distance has, you know, sort of found its way in, you guys might need to navigate a little bit what happens now. And so you check in. This is how I'm feeling now. How are you feeling? This is what I'm hoping will happen next. What are you hoping for? These are my needs as I sit here in this conversation. Do you have any needs? And engage in that back and forth in that discussion. And interwoven in this conversation is, you're important to me. This friendship is important to me. I'm taking the time to have this hard conversation because I want us to get to the other side of it with peace and clarity and respect or whatever your wishes, but you let the person know that you're having the hard talk because the relationship is important. And if the relationship wasn't important, you wouldn't be bothering. That's how you show the care and the compassion for the person and the relationship. And it's how you start to feel like you're on even footing. And to expect yourself to do this flawlessly or to have the script as perfectly laid out as I do for you now is unrealistic because you're going to be emotional. It is important. That's why, Amy, you're walking yourself through this process. So, of course, you may cry or, of course, you may stumble on your words or take your words back or have to start and start over. And as long as you're communicating transparently with the person, you're going to be fine. And it's going to be okay. And it's not easy. You know that's why people don't do this. You know that's why friendships have ended and relationships have distanced themselves. Because ghosting and moving away with hurts that we can nurse ourselves in the moment and at the beginning of the event when the hurt is really raw feels like the easiest and safest thing to do. But when a wound is left open and uncared for and unattended to, it starts to get infected, and that infection starts to spread. And I think that might be what you're living with now. And we need to clean the wound and wipe the infection away so you can start fresh. Thanks so much, Amy, for reaching out with your question. If you want to call in to the radio show here and ask your own question, you can find me on the Anchor.fm app. My name is Heather Gray, and the channel is Business Mindset Mastery. Once you find your way through the app, you should be able to find the show and then use the call-in feature to record your own question, and I'll get back to you in a future episode with my answer. If you have a question that you'd like to dive a little bit deeper on or that you're not feeling as confident as Amy was in calling into the show, but you want me to tackle it, email me over at heather at choose to have it all.com and I'll take care of your question in a future episode as well. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you have any comments or questions or comments about the show, please do consider leaving a review for me over at iTunes. I really appreciate it. It helps me get the word out about the show and what I'm doing and how I'm serving you guys Monday through Friday with all of your mindset questions. And thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. You take care now.